welcome to Dad Made. Story, no, a story. Oh no, Kyle, I messed it up. A story podcast. We're a story podcast. Oh my gosh, why did I think story? That is so bizarre. Welcome to Dad Made, a podcast for creative dads, (laughs) (laughs) where we tell stories. We gather around the campfire. I have been struggling with my mic for like this whole time, and I'm really annoyed by it. So now that I've brought it up, people are gonna be like, "Oh, I they didn't notice it before," but now I'm. Now that I brought it up, they'll be able to notice it. I'll fix it later. Hmm. Can't fix it in post, but I'll fix it for the next episode. Kyle, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> I've been here for a while. But, you have you know, been. Yeah, I've yeah. been watching you fidget with your mic. For I a while. know. It's super frustrating. I just, there's there's certain like little bit, I'm trying to get it to the that perfect, that perfect space of, okay, the audio sounds good and the gain is good and the, the little bit of compression. I've got a preamp on there. You know, all of the, just like the classic stuff that I shouldn't have to worry about, but I do. Meanwhile, I'm just plugged directly into an interface with my game <laughs> cranked to 900. <laughs> I mean, I am plugged into an interface, but the one that I have, you can like, you can add stuff to it. Like I've got a preamp on there to kind of, I don't know, pre- to preamp it and do some stuff with it. And then I usually throw in a compressor in case I laugh because I tend to laugh, but there's something about it that's like, making it futz out. But that's not why people tune into the show. No one cares about this stuff. What they care about is what we're going to talk about today. So what are we talking about today? Today, so so last episode, we talked about technology and how it was evil. <laughs> well, maybe not evil. But I mean, basically. Well, basically. Yeah. So we talked about technology and we kind of ended it saying that we'd really only talked about the internet for the most part. And our kids' exposure to the internet and and some of those things. And and I guess there was some other stuff, but I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about um, like the hardware aspect of technology. Like we talked a lot about like software and internet and that kind of stuff in technology. Um, so I want to, th- but I also want to think about two things, right? I want to think about, I want to talk about in today's episode as part of like a part two, I want to talk about the like hardware aspects of things, like how we're thinking about devices or, um, you know, I, I feel like I automatically go to things like, oh, like a phone or a tablet or like that kind of thing. But I also want to think about other types of technology that we're teaching our kids to use um, and then the impact that that's had. Um, and then I also want to, if we have time, I would love to talk about or maybe we can incorporate all in, but I, I feel like the last episode, there was a lot of, I feel like I was kind of negative on that one. <laughs> like, I feel like I was like, oh, I'm just back in my day, all we had was rocks, you know, or whatever. And, um, and I, and I really do want to like, I think there's, I think there's something cool about ways that we can work. Like we can live this life with our kids, with technology in a way that's not damaging. And that's not like, that can be cool and can be, you know, bolstering their own creativity, you know? Um, so those are kind of the things I want to touch on in today's episode. Uh, yeah. Do you have any objection? I'm, I'm excited to talk about more advanced rocks. That sounds cool. You know, it's, it's 2023. So all the rocks are getting better. Uh, <laughs> I, I so, do, you, do you ever sometimes wonder like what they're going to say in 20 years, like back in my day, we had to hold our phones in our hands or something. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. Uh, I think that's a great topic. And I think you're right that last time we were, we kind of took the pessimistic approach yeah, a little yeah. bit. 
but I think I think it is important to talk about. Like I don't regret that episode, but I do think there are other positives to technology sure. that we didn't really touch on. And I think part of that's out of concern because we started talking about the internet. There are a lot of concerns with the internet when it comes to children <laughs> yeah. specifically. Uh, but there's a lot of technology that's amazing as well. Yep. That's really helpful for parents and kids. So it would be good to talk about that. I would love some examples from you, Kyle. Well, I have. And for anyone, you know, if at some point we're going to have it where you can watch these episodes. So if you're listening to this and you currently we don't have video at some point. Yes, we will. But I'll show it on camera. Um, there is a camera that we got my daughter and it's like made for kids. It's not connected to the internet. <laughs> it can't share things, but it does have like little games on it and stuff like that. Um, so she can she can turn on and like play games. She can look at photos. She can take videos. She can even turn it like it looks like a old like DSLR camera style, but you can. The viewfinder is not a viewfinder. So on the back, the little viewfinder isn't real, but it, it's another camera. <laughs> so you can take selfie shots. Oh, that's it. cute. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. So, so is there like a little screen? Yourself. There's like a little screen on the back or something? Like Yeah, there's a little okay. two-inch screen on the back. And then the camera is like a camera you would think of. It has the shutter in the same position as a normal camera. But then on the back, it has a, a camera that points towards you. So you can flip around the camera basically to yourself. Um, and I think like, it's really cool to see her playing with photography at five years old, like just having fun with it, seeing what she can do, what she can take pictures of. She's actually pretty good at taking pictures already, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just seeing her do that, but also not feeling that concern, like we talked about last time of the internet or her like sharing these somewhere. Mm. They're just on her camera. Sometimes we, we take them off eventually and then we'll print some out for uh, grandparents or us or whatever, but it's like a nice thing for her to be experimenting with. It's really funny that you bring that up because we did the exact same thing for Ryland, my oldest, uh, a couple of years ago. I don't, it might've been like, yeah, two years ago or something like that. We got her just like a, like a, like a really chill intro level digital camera. Uh, same sort of thing where it has like, you can take pictures on it and they're really janky. Um, but then there's also like some games and you can, you know, do things like that. Um, but she really, she really took to that. And, and I, and I think there's probably some influence from us as parents, as millennial parents who always have our phones with us, who always have tech tech with us, um, that she could start taking pictures that she had seen us take before. Um, and the girls love, you know, grabbing our, our phones now and again, I'll, I'll just like open my phone and just like, there's like this janky selfie from one of my kids. It's super funny, you know, that they like did a silly face or whatever. And um, yeah, it's, but I, I love that you brought that up because we had the same idea of, hey, if you're going to do something with technology, do something that is creative, you know, that's not just like consuming something, but it's making something or introducing you to a world of photography or, you know, you know, what is it, what does it mean to like, to, to get a, like something in focus or to frame something, even composition, they start to think through these things, even if they don't know what those words are, they're like, I want to get mom's face in the frame. So what do I have to do to make sure it's in there, you know? 
And, uh, and I, I, so I think that's brilliant. I, I love that. Um, and it's really accessible. A lot of those things, like you can get a, a really simple camera like that for 20, 30, 40 bucks, something like that anymore these days. And, um, yeah, I think the one I just showed was like, or talked about too, was like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. Something like that. There's so, it, isn't that that Kyle, that's insane. Like, it is. <laughs> what? That's, that's, I know that there's so many other issues, but I think that that's so incredible. And there's in some ways that there's, um, that there's such good access or easy, maybe I should say easy access to, um, to these tools that when we were growing up, we just didn't have, you know, or, or it wasn't as easy to get access to, you know, um, that's, yeah. I think that, it, you know, I, that's one of the cool things about where the world has gone is, um, there's it's it's easier for kids to get into these sort of things and if you want to say it safely it's easier to get kids into these sorts of things safely which i think is great um you know or like we even have i've got a polaroid camera polaroids come back amazingly and uh and that's kind of a thing and she loves taking pictures on a polaroid dude there's um like you remember disposable cameras yeah 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 they're apparently they're really expensive now, but we, we went on a little like day trip recently and I went and got a little disposable camera. This isn't, this is like kind of technology, but it's in the same kind of room. Um, and it was like 20 euros, which I thought was insane for a disposable camera. Um, wow. and, and, and Rylan was like, how do you see the picture? And I'm like, you don't. She's like, I don't understand. <laughs> she's like, how do you know if it's a good picture? I'm like, you won't know until you get the photos back. And she's like, that's stupid. <laughs> like, that's 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 film for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, another thing that I think is really cool that a lot of kids, at least like around here have, and probably your kids have had them at some point or do now, are those tablet things. Have you seen those? It's like a tablet you can sketch on but then it's you can push a button and it just erases the tablet yes mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah. those that's are great. super cool too like that's I like a wild piece of technology too i have no idea how it works i the one that we had kind of fell apart and i kind of like opened it a little bit to see how because you have to put a battery in it like a little the little round one i don't yeah. know how it works dude it's magic to me i don't quite either honestly but it's brilliant. the only thing i don't like about those is that and she, she still draws on paper and colors on paper and all that. Mm. So we have stuff to keep from her. But sometimes it makes me think about if we use that tablet all the time, we don't have anything to keep from her childhood that she drew. Yeah. But it is nice for like trips and stuff where even having paper wouldn't really be that practical, like in the car, mm. stuff like that. Um, but I really like those a lot. They're very interesting. There's- I even like playing with them to be I know I know it really is like I think that's one of the perks of being a dad is or being a parent just in general is every now and again there's like a cool toy or a cool little thing that they get and you're like I want to play with that (laughs) (laughs) hey um I think I think the thing that I find like the value of all of those things and the and the thing that I really when I think about tech um, especially at the ages where they are right now is, is the thing that I want to help them develop is a sense of curiosity and to really foster that. Like 
we have, I mean, even <laughs> like even ovens, right? Like that's such a silly thing to say, but we have an oven that has buttons that you, that you tap. You don't like push in the button. And, mm-hmm. um, and she was like, dad, can you show me how to use the oven? Recently, my oldest was like, can you show me how to use the oven? She wanted to like make chicken nuggets or something like that. And I was like, yeah, like come on over. And I kind of showed her how to do it. And she got bored after a while, but, but she was curious <laughs> about it, you know? And, um, yeah. You know, I had, I, I, did I mention, I think I mentioned that I had this old, I've got this old tape player here. It's like cassette and CD player here on like a boom box on my desk. Yeah, you did mention that. And, uh, and when the first time they ever heard about radio, that was hilarious because they were like, <laughs> how do you choose the song? And I'm like, you don't, you, you have to just like scan through and, and, um, and just listen and, and that and I, that, that's such an it, those kind of things are interesting to me because I feel like as a kid now you'd be like that's dumb if I want to listen to the song I want to listen to I want to go on Spotify and find the song and find my playlist and play it right but that's yeah. not how it always was you had to either have a CD or you had to listen to the radio and and there were you know these sorts of things um but now it's become this curiosity mechanism it's it's given a, an opportunity to say hey do you how do you think this works? Isn't it like this kind of is amazing? You know, like when we were kids, a CD was like incredible. And now it's still to kids now it's incredible, but in a different way. Cause it's like, how do you put music on there? It's not like a phone, <laughs> you know? And, um, and, and so that's the thing that I really, I, I really value is like, how do I foster curiosity in, in my kids so that they're always asking like, how does this work? Why does it work the way that it does? Um, and the other value, which I don't know that I do a very good job of, is trying to make sure that they don't always go to devices for their answers. And, and that's, th- that's another thing that I think is tricky because they ask me a lot of questions. Like, Dad, what was, what was it? Oh, so in the car, <laughs> we were in the car today driving to school. And Ryland goes, Dad, which creature has the, like, has the largest population of itself? <laughs> in the universe oh, wow. and I'm like I don't know I, how would how would I know that you know I'm like thinking okay microorganisms or something and she goes well just ask Siri and I was like oh no like that's what we do so so I, so that's kind of the crux of all of this is I think I could just google it but there's something about that that irks me a little bit and I don't know if you ever feel this of the like I need an answer, I go to my computer or I go to my phone and that's where I find my answer. And there's something about that I think that um, that that ha- I have an issue with because it a- attacks a level, not attacks, but it like sidesteps certain aspects of critical thinking. And and that's a really fundamental piece of, of what it means to be a, a person, you know, like a, a well-functioning person in in the world is the ability to think critically and not just like go to the internet or go to Siri or go to chat GPT. I mean, it's only going to get worse at this point. Like no one's like, if you, if you want to do a thing, you go and you're like, oh, I'll throw it into the AI, see what it spits back at me. And I'll just take that and I'll go. And you're sidestepping critical thinking. And do you, do you think about this at all? Like, like how do you, how do we deal with that, man? I'm just like, there's a part of it. I just feel flummoxed sometimes <laughs> thinking about it. I'll be honest. I haven't thought about it this deeply, but now I am. So thank You're you for welcome. that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. I've thought about it with AI, but what's interesting to me is that I haven't thought about it with like going on Google and searching something. Yeah. And I know this isn't really an episode where we're trying to get critical about things, but the other aspect but here we are. <laughs> is the other aspect to that is there is somebody somewhere down the line in all of these things that's controlling what's shown to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so if people are reliant on Google, for example, to like figure things out, then yep. Google can skew what people think. Yeah, absolutely. Which is kind of a terrifying concept. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, 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 it's, if you write the query correctly, you'll find stuff that agrees with you. Like that's all, that's all you have to do is, you know, I, 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 I made a tweet the other day. Don't make, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm doing more Twitter these days and I'm so over it. Anyway, I said something and this is always the truth is like there's a hundred blog posts that say, this thing is just so amazing. And then there's a hundred blog pet blog posts that say this thing sucks and you should never use it. And it's like, all I have to do is say, type in, why is this thing so great? You know, and then I'm going to get those a hundred blog posts that say why it's so great. You know, my response to that was that the hundred that said it was terrible, didn't get paid enough. <laughs> oh, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> you got to monetize your blog, bro. <laughs> that's, that's the only way. If you didn't get paid enough, you're gonna say it's awful. But if you get paid well enough, oh, this is yeah, that's great. That's great. And then you just move on. Get that affiliate cash. Yeah. That's the other. That's the other problem. Yeah, we could go deep into this, Corey. I think we're going the wrong direction. <laughs> Maybe, but th- but I, this is but this is a part of it, right? Because it's not even just. I, I think that the internet has a, a. We have a huge responsibility there because of, and, and we're teaching kids how to use that. But that's part of technology because we have to teach our children. I feel like I have to teach my kids. It's more important that you learn how to do this math that you're doing in school than you use a calculator. You know, like I think it's important an important skill to learn. And we joke a lot. I'm sure I, I don't know if you do this, but like we joke a lot about like they're learning division when I could just pull out my phone. You know, and that's kind of a meme. Um, but that's not the point. The point is not to learn the math. The point is learning logic. It's learning critical thinking. It's learning how to push through the hard things. It's l- teaching you how to learn. And then the math is, this is my opinion. I, mathematicians everywhere just like rolled over <laughs> in their beds or their graves. <laughs> but the math, I think the math is secondary to learning math. I think that those other things are, are much more important to the development of the human brain. Um, and the byproduct is now you learn how to do the math stuff. And, and I think about this with... Um, with devices and and hardware and stuff like, am I, I, I mean, even I'll give you another example is, um, Rylan loves to, the both girls actually love to listen to audiobooks, and they, they go through books. I mean, Rylan has listened to like all of the Harry Potter books, probably four or five times collectively in the last couple of years. And she just she'll just turn it on. She sometimes will turn it on while she does her homework. It like helps her focus because <laughs> she's like me, and um, and so. But I think about that. I'm like, okay, that's that's cool and all, but it's also they're not like reading, like they're listening to the story. Mm-hmm. They're listening to someone say it, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. But I have to recognize that they're also not opening up a book and reading what's on a page. And I think those things are also important as well. And so it's kind of like figuring out what, what role does this play in the lives of my kids? And do I just say, okay, it's fine. And 
just do whatever? Or do I say, you know, maybe they're, I mean, they're, and as is with a lot of things, maybe it's just this balance of audiobook, fine, book also fine, because it's teaching different aspects. One is, they're doing different things, you know. I also have this very interesting uh, theory about why audiobooks have become so popular. Go on. This is actually a thing, uh, a thing that I've thought about. Because a lot of people listen to audiobooks, and there's a lot of people who say they don't read normal books to listen to audiobooks. And I, I tend to do that a lot. I don't do that all the time, but I do tend to do it a lot. And what's interesting is that we read more than we ever have but we don't necessarily read books as much as we used to. Hmm. So all day, if you're on the internet at all, all day you're reading something. You're reading yeah. a post from somebody. You're reading a text from somebody. You're reading an email from somebody. You're writing stuff Slack. almost all day. And then maybe that's why reading a book doesn't have that same that same attraction that it used to for some people. That's interesting. I never thought about that before. Because if somebody can just read it to you, great. I've been reading all day. You read it to me. (laughs) Yeah. That's fascinating, actually. But but our kids aren't. So where is that coming from? I don't know. I used to listen to books sometimes, even when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, Because I'd have them on tape. Yeah, yeah, or like the like yeah, or like the like audio plays or whatever, you know. Back in my day. You got the rocks that you bang together, and then you'd listen to. <laughs> we had rock shows. Edgar Bergen and Charlie concerts, McCarthy. They were just rocks <laughs> that we painted to look like people. And we liked it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I um, it feels it feels it feels like it's like a harder problem than maybe it actually is, and maybe the point of it is just teaching intentionality and having intentionality as parents. And, and, um, I don't know. I think there's also a point of it where I think maybe I overthink some stuff and they'll probably be okay anyways, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I think throughout history advancements have made people think about stuff like this and I don't necessarily think it's wrong to think about those things, but I'm sure at some point when books became more accessible, was like, well, we're not telling each other as many stories as we used to. We're just reading these books. <laughs> I'm sitting around the campfire. You know? <laughs> yeah, like there probably were, yeah. were people who were upset about like any technological advancement. There's this yeah. thought yeah. of like, well, this could make us worse off. Right. It could make us worse off. It might make us better. Or it might actually have both effects, which I I tend to think most technology has that effect. There's a there's a positive and a negative to almost every advancement and not just technology like computers technology, but technology, Mm. even cars and planes and those kind of things. I mean, it's nice to be able to hop in a car and go somewhere that we want to go and we can travel further than we ever have before. I think an unusual amount about, (laughs) about how people used to travel, (laughs) like going from one place to another, especially living in Texas where it's huge. Yeah. Thinking about like going to another city that would have been like a week or maybe even a month long <laughs> on your <trip> horse <laughs> back in the day on a horse. Yeah. Uh, or with a wagon, but at the same time it's made things faster, but it's also, it's also made us lazier. Like hmm. my parents live 
they they have a house down the street from us. It's not, oh, I just gave a thumbs up on accident. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> it's like the camera filter or whatever. Oh no, what happened to me? You're here. Oh. Okay, cool. It came up with a warning. Sorry. Anyway, uh so my parents have a house down the street and it's like it's a it's like a 5 minute walk if I walk yeah. it. And sometimes I'm not going to be on, I'm going to be honest. I drive sometimes down there just because it takes one minute instead of five. Sure. And I think about that sometimes and realize that cars have made us lazier. Like mm. there are pros and cons to these things. Or even if it hasn't made us lazier, it's certainly, um, it's made things speed up or feel like they need to be sped up. You know, like it's it's made it feel like instead of doing a thing that might take a little bit longer, I want to do it in the fastest way. Like I, I know people who listen to audiobooks on like 2x or 2.5x as fast as they can listen to it so that they can listen to seven books a week or whatever. And I'm like, I feel like, are you sucking the life out of that thing? Like, what are you doing with your life that you are, that you are like, some things I get. Sometimes I listen to podcasts every now and again, I speed it up a little bit or I watch a YouTube video and I speed it up a little bit, but like a book, like 2.5 X, like, but that's, but that's the point. Are you really getting the info from that? But that's the thing. And maybe people want to do that. Go for it. Whatever. But my, my, my point being in relation to your point, which is technology has changed how we interact with the world. And, and it always does. Like it's just the way that it is. And um, I mean, even the fact that we're, you know, like we have a car, but we could go on public here and it costs more. It just genuinely costs us more to drive to school and back because I've got to pay for gas and I've got to pay for the upkeep of the car when I could just go get on the bus with the girls um, but sometimes I just don't want to, I just don't want to deal. <laughs> you know? Um, but it's, yeah. So I, 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 so, so I think the, so the question then that comes from that is to say, technology doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, you know, like unless something really major happens where we just don't have electricity around the world or we just don't have technology, it just all dies someday. Um, it's not going away in a hurry and so how are we preparing our children to, I don't know, to to deal with it well, to think about it well, to use it well, to to make it, you know, something that's not controlling them but that they're in control of? Um, I, I I mean, admittedly, I mean, I'll be totally honest from my, I want to say struggle. It's like I'm at a meeting or something. But something that has impacted my family has been um, my 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 device habits, especially over COVID, just ha- became really, really bad. I just would sit there on my phone just constantly. And it's still a habit that I, I work really hard to try and break and recognize. But um, but my kids pick up on it and they go, Dad, I want get off your phone. You're always on your phone. Come and play with me. Like, come talk with me. Look at my face. Don't look at, you know. And I'm just like, oh, why are they so right right now? You know, and... <laughs> And I don't want them to remember me that way. I don't want them to remember me as the dad who is always on his phone or always on his computer or always on whatever. Um, and I want them to be people who also like don't shy away from using technology because they're going to grow up in a world where they do. Um, 
but also like use it in a way that doesn't take over their every aspect of their life. And I'm not even just talking about like phones and devices and things. I, I just mean like, like anything too much of it, too much of it can tank you. And like, it's always a, too much of a good thing is a bad thing, you know, but it's not even that it's like, it, it, I, I think it can suck the, the real true, um, I don't know. There's like a warmth that technology has the capacity to enhance or just strip away if you're not careful of it. Boy, it just sounds, it just sounds like so doom and gloom, Kyle. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love technology. I have so much of it around me right now. It's great. But I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think this is just something that current generations are facing where we're at this point where technology is very accessible, like we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Like getting a camera is very accessible, which is great. But at the same time, because these things are so accessible, younger and younger people are having access to them. And it's a lot to figure out how do we, how do we navigate what they should have, what they shouldn't, how they interact with it, how they shouldn't, how do we teach that, but also like... Maybe we're not, you know, maybe we're not following the exact same guidelines we give our kids, but we're also mm. older. Like that, that is yeah. a thing. Yeah, you know? that is a thing. I mean, <laughs> even with kids, like older kids may do more of something than a younger kid does. Like, yeah. that's not necessarily a, um, you're not being like hypocritical, I guess I should say, by potentially using your phone more than your kids would, for example. But at the same time, you want to set a good example. So I hear you. I'm not suggesting I have the answers, but I hear what you're saying. Like it is a tough balance to have. And one thing that highlights it for me a lot recently, my, the kid, my, the kid, the school, that my, <laughs> the kid, little kid, the, the, oh my goodness. I almost said the daughter that my school is going to, <laughs> the school that my daughter is going to, this is, I get it. We're doing it, it live right now. Uh, Every time. <laughs> the school that my daughter's going to, they, which I, I actually love this about them, honestly, they, they don't have screens there. They don't have, like, they don't show them videos. They don't do anything on a computer. They are outside a majority of the time doing, like, more interactive type things, playing, playing, having these interactive stations they can go to, reading, learning about stuff. It's really cool. I love it a lot. Yeah. But there's been at least two or three times that I've been there for their school time because, for example, on their birthday, the parents get to come be there at school the whole time and celebrate their birthday with them. And then uh, there was like a dad's day where I got to go and all the dads were there. And it was funny because I've been there a few times, so I knew what was going on. But there were dads who were like, what are we? What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they they don't want if you're there, they you can't use your phone. You can't like, ooh. They don't want you to do any of that. So I like that. I, is, I really like that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> I do. I love it. But it's it's very eye opening because mm. I'll sit there and I'll fill my phone buzz or I'll like think about my phone and I'm just sitting there and I'm watching like watching them play. Right. So I, yeah. I start to reach for it. And then I realize that I can't, I can't do that. 
And there have been times, this, this is, this honestly scares me, Corey. There's been times where I've like, I've pulled it out of my pocket, realized like, oh, I can't be on my phone. What am I doing? And like, put it back. I've just yeah, yeah. unconsciously pull it out yeah. of my pocket without yeah. even thinking. And that, that is a little bit terrifying, honestly, to, yeah. and yeah, I could, I could leave my phone in the car or whatever, but I've, I've liked the practice of taking it just to keep myself from using it. Yeah. And that's an, yeah. Feeling that. You know, it, the, the automatic stuff is wild. I, I, I don't know if you ever do this thing where when you're on your phone and you're like, I don't need to be on this app and you like swipe it away and then you scroll to the page it's on and you tap it and you open it up again. I, I do yeah. that so often. I'm just like, I don't need to be like a swipe over. No, I don't need to be in this. And you like close it and you t- open it again. It's so weird. And and these are the things I, that that kind of self-awareness, I think, is so important. Everything that you're talking about right now, I totally resonate with because I've definitely done that. Um, or we're like sitting there and the girls have put on a play or something, they're putting on a play in the front room or something like that. And I'm like, I, I, my body feels like the habit of pulling something out to check on something, even something good. Like I want to pull it out to take a picture, you know, like th- we've built in this muscle memory, I think, you know, at our age, cause we've had, I don't know, phones for a, over a decade now, I guess at this point, um, and it just is muscle memory at this point. And so the, the discipline of, of being present and we, let's do an episode on that for sure. Being present. My goodness. Yeah. Um, but, but that's the kind of thing I want to, I feel like, however you could say hypocritical, I feel like being a parent is hypocritical <laughs> so many of the times where you're just like, go to bed, don't stay up late. They're like, you're not going to bed. You're not staying up late. I know, but I earned this. <laughs> That's usually what I say to my kids is like, did you, do you have two kids? Do you need to like recover? No. Great. Go to bed. <laughs> um, but I, that self-awareness, I think that's such a critical piece is, is mindfulness as it comes to technology. Um, and, and it's so easy to be critical of other parents or people you're out in public or you see people in restaurants or you're in a store or you're at someone's house and you like it's so easy to like look at other people and go Ooh, I wish you were doing it right like me <laughs> um but there's one thing I'm going to be critical of though Corey go on <laughs> like strongly critical of okay. I can't stand it I like cannot stand it when we're in a restaurant and there's somebody with a kid with an iPad and that volume is cranked to 11 and they're watching a movie and I'm like, okay, what the heck are you doing? I'm with you on the volume, but I've totally been that parent. <laughs> I think at some level we've all had something where we're just like, I just, but it's the volume. I'm not, I'm not fully criticizing having a piece of no, technology. No, it's the volume. It's the it's, volume. It's, it's the unawareness that there's other people around yeah. trying to do something with their life and they don't want to listen to like bing bong sing about it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Sidebar, but people who like, do people know that talking on speakerphone in public isn't okay? Have we moved beyond where that's not okay anymore and that's become okay again? People just, people just turn on things in public now just, and you're like, what? I was watching people like scrolling. Have you seen somebody scrolling like TikTok or something in public? Yeah. And it's, and it's like the, the volume's, volume's on. on. Turn it off. What are you doing? What are you doing? doing? <laughs> what are you do- <laughs> We're such old men right Get now. Get off our lawn, kids. 
<laughs> Stop playing the boom box, you and your Walkman. <laughs> All right. All of that aside. Yeah. And, and, and I think the... Um, Oh, I lost my train of thought thinking about all the dumb people. Yeah, I'm sorry. I interrupted you, but I was, I'm passionate about being strongly against that. I want to go, like, throw the iPad across the room when that happens. <laughs> I just, yeah. There's, there, does come to, there does come a point. I mean, in an airport, I get it. Because there comes a point where you're just, like, you stop caring about anybody else. You just have to survive, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've, and I've done it. I've done those things because I've just been like, you know what? I won't see any of these people ever again. And I need to survive in this moment. <laughs> I get it. You know, whatever. But um, all of that coming back around is is just this, the, the awareness and the mindfulness when it comes to this stuff. And and obviously you and I still have, we have work to do. 100% we have work to do. Yep. Um, and, and I never want them to feel like technology is a right to use or to have. Like it, it just isn't. It's like, it is absolutely, it's a privilege. It's something that you earn. It's something that you work for and, um, and, and can be taken away at any point in time. Power outages are a thing, Kyle. Like, you know, yeah. like as simple as that sounds, you know, I, um, the, the, something I was feeling this day because I was, I was talking with my, um, I have a, a, a teacher who I'm, learning German with. So kind of a tutor. We do like a weekly call talking German and she lives in South Africa and in South Africa and in many places in South Africa, I don't know if this is exclusive to, to um, South Africa or African places, but they do something called load shedding. And I don't know if you ever heard of this term no. um, where it's in their area. And in certain areas, the, the power company or the place where the power is, <laughs> I mean, it sounds so stupid here. I don't know how power is made. <laughs> the place where the gerbils run and they make all the power, <laughs> um, it the infrastructure isn't like isn't sustainable and the maintenance is is not as good, and so they turn off the power for several mm. hours a day, sometimes multiple segments of a day. They just turn off the power in the county or in the district or in the place. Wow, and so you're just at home and you just have no power. And, and so I was, you know, and I didn't realize that this was a thing. Like I just didn't know, like me and my, my, I, I feel I was sitting there going like, Oh my gosh, I live in Vienna where there's almost always power except for when some, when they're doing construction every now and again, the power goes out like very, but very rarely. Like it, it is such a gift to be able to have access to these things or to have internet or to have internet with good speeds. Like I have terrible internet speed and there, you know, there are people who don't have internet and don't have power. And like all of these things where I, these are the things I want to teach to my kids. It's like, this is not a right. You do not have a right to a phone or any of this stuff. Like we're going to provide for you and I want them to feel that. Um, but I also want them to feel the, the mindfulness of, this requires effort on at some level to have to use. And we have a responsibility. Like, what are we going to use it for? Are we going to use it to, to hurt other people? Or are we going to use it to build other people up? You know, whether that's in messages or emails or how we use the internet or how, like any of this stuff. Um, it's, it gets very philosophical, I suppose, with those things, you know? That is something we should talk about in the future too, is uh, the proliferation of, having more stuff and like 
how how we're teaching our kids that's actually not the norm even though social media would have you think it's the norm to like have more and more I would I would write this down in a note but my keyboard is super loud so what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to pull up my little my pen here's a click right there's a click and I've got a notepad what is that with, is that is my little notepad is that paper it's paper it's oh this is oh. I can't use that one is that it's like made from a tree or something, right? Yeah, wildly enough. Weird. And I'm going to write down this note. You know, but this is, I can't though, because this is my lyric notebook. <laughs> I put lyrics in. <laughs> it's okay. Make, we'll have I'll, this episode to reference it's fine. back to. Yeah, it's all good. Anyways. um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a really good point. We should talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what's our what's our conclusion here, Kyle? Like, how are we fixing the world? <laughs> how are we fixing? The, I don't know. I don't know if there's a definite conclusion, but mm. I think it's just good to think through these things. That's kind yeah. of been the theme with a few of our episodes. It's just sure is yeah. thinking about stuff that we really don't think about enough. Yeah, maybe we don't even have time to think about enough. But being here talking about it, it makes us process it a little more, and I think that's yeah. really important. I agree. Cool. Well, the, we'll come to the end of our show. I realized something, Kyle. We'll we'll we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Um, and uh, what I realized is that this is episode six, and in none of the other episodes have we mentioned anything about like how you can support the show, where you can find the show, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, oh no, we haven't done any of that. But that's okay. No one's going to listen to the first five episodes anyway. So, um. <laughs> I guess we'll wrap it up by saying how I'd love to start off by saying how you can support the show because at the at the time of recording this tomorrow the show is live. Like, yay, you did it, Kyle. Well done. We did it. We did it. I clap for you. We're launching. We're both doing it. Both. Yeah. Did all right. Um so we're shipping tomorrow and uh and you can find the show and the newsletter, our email list at dadmade.co not CEO, just CEO, dad, dadmade.co. And um, you can sign up for the email list. I think I'm going to set a precedent of sending out the episode a day early if you're on the mailing list. I think I'm just going to do that. Like if you want to support the show, you can go there, sign up for the mailing list um, if you want to get early access. And then also if you really want to support the show, which would be helpful to us, is you can go to whatever um, podcast app you listen on flicking my pen around a lot. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to throw it somewhere. Um, you can go to whatever podcast app you listen to um, and leave a review and like, a, I don't know if it's a star rating, like leave a high rating and a review. That would be super, super helpful if if you've enjoyed the show, if you like listening to us, or if you don't, I don't know. Um, but if you, uh, if you found any value in the show, we would love for you to leave a review, leave a rating. Um, that helps us get in charts and more people find the show. It's the classic thing that everyone always asks on podcasts. Um, like, subscribe, and ring that bell. That's, that's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so like, subscribe, ring the bell. And uh, you can find me. Uh, that's just the place you can find. I have a website, CoreyDHMiller.com. I'm on Twitter, I guess, CoreyDHMiller. Uh, oh, and we have, a, we have a Twitter now. Yeah. Right? At you want to talk about that? Made podcast. At Dad Made Podcast, you yeah. can go and we'll, we'll, we're, I guess we'll put clips on there and stuff and fun things to. We'll share fun be, things there. We'll share fun things. That sounds fine. What about you, Kyle? Where can people go to find you online? 
You can find me on, uh, my website is creatorglue.com. And you can also find me on Twitter at it's Kyle Adams, I-T-S Kyle Adams. Nice. Well, good. That's a good show, Corey. That's a good show. I like that. Yeah. Is it less good the higher our voices get? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's it, What's the guy's name? The Muppet Beaker? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> this is the quality content people sign up for. <laughs> All right. Well, good show, my man. Good show. Bye. Bye.